This is the Van Electric Ghost. This is episode 172. We get deep into expansive sound. What you hear in the background is the amazing Teenage Engineering OPZ. And we'll just turn that down. It might be our new theme music. So what we did in the last couple of days, we've been working real heavy <clears throat> on our latest project, which is called Machine Love is No Lie. And it's on SoundCloud. We've included the link. So this is what we do sometimes. We, we, we actually you know do it all the time. We, we put a lot of songs on SoundCloud. We put collections, and then those collections end up becoming um, Spotify and you know iTunes or you know Amazon.com full project albums. Like the flower that blooms at midnight in the tomb, which is still out there and will be um, at, uh, available as a CD in, in, in maybe three or four weeks. But this project is um, a combination, again, of working with the OPZ from Teenage Engineering and working with our hardware workflow on our analog sets. So what we've been doing lately is um, Moog put out this new PDF of a patch guide that links the Moog Mother 32 to the drummer from another mother, the DFAM, from this um, synth emporium that they had during NAMM called the House of Electronicus. And so what we've done is um, use some of these patch ideas to create some new songs. So what, first up on this collection is one called Analog is the New Punk. And um, we, we've, you know, we have a, an understanding of electronic music today, and we know there's a lot of people using CDJs and using Pro Tools, and, you know, they're using, you know, DAWs. But I think what happens is sometimes they, they, these DAWs and these Pro Tools and machines try to suggest that you stay in the same key. They suggest that you keep the BPM really tight and you lose all of the creativity that you get from like a real rock band. And you know what I'm saying? Real rock bands. I mean, a band that actually plays instruments, you know, and actually goes into the studio. And sometimes the little micro mistakes or key changes that you do with a live band are something that brings character to a song. And if you let a machine tell you that you're going to keep the BPM at 160 through a whole song, that you're just going to do a drop, you know, as a traditional EDM structure or trans structure, you're not going to deviate from that. You're not going to try anything new. And it's eventually going to get to be too much of a formula. And then the sound's going to be anesthetic and it's not going to have any life to it. Now, the dance crowd might bounce to it, but from a creative standpoint, it doesn't have a lot of, you know, bones to it because you're just going on your DAW and you're, you're making perfect music that has no character. So it becomes like, you know, Mick music, you know, fast food music. And I'm sorry if that offends people, but that's, that's truth, at least the truth I see. So if you use an analog synth, like a Moog, an Arturia, Profit synth, they have character. You create your own tunes, you create your own timbres, you create your own sounds. You don't just go onto a, a DAW and pick a sound patch there from a soft synth and do some alterations <clears throat> that when you actually render it, don't have the full power of a real analog synth. And there's nothing like a Moog, there's nothing like a Profit, there's nothing like Arturius. You can get all the plugins you want all the soft synths you want, they're not going to sound the same as a true analog synth. And I record directly into a, a Zoom 
uh, R24, which allows me to take in a Moog signal right from the quarter inch lines, make it stereo with my mixers, and then provide a sound that has a, you know, totally different than what you hear in most electronic music. Like you listen to most electronic music bands, you won't hear what I'm doing, whether you like it or not, but I don't sound the same as everybody else. And we just got picked up by a pretty big producer that um, we're still not going to reveal yet. We just signed the contract with kind of validation of my idea of hardware workflow because we got picked up by a very big producer on a label. We got a song coming out and um, it kind of validates what I'm trying to say. Um, But Analog is New Punk has my love of punk music. And I'm a big fan of The Clash, a big fan of a new romantic band like Joy Division. Um, also a big fan of Who's Could Do, who, you know, Bob Mould, Grant Hart are my heroes. They they created a melodic punk music. They kind of continued the idea of The Clash, but did it like what do you call power punk. They're like the way Big Star and Badfinger did like power pop. Uh, and that kind of punk aesthetic, like on the old SST label, if you go listen to Who's Could Do's albums, um, like Zen Arcade and New Day Rising. There's an authentic sound you get from letting you know music be raw. And this is what I'm talking about. So Analog is a new punk. We're using a Moog Mother 32 and a Moog DFAM and a Eurorack from Arturia called 6U. We're using an Arturia Mini Boot 2S. And then we take advantage of the Make Noise Maths module which is a utility module that lets you do exponential and logarithmic uh, processing of signals. So what we are able to do with this is we created this combined patch from the Moog um, Emporium uh, where we were able to connect both synths. And when we connected both of these synths, we got this amazing sound. We got basically we're using a drone mode that there was this um, patch idea to create a drone synth using the Mother 32 and the DFAM. And um, what's really cool about it is this drone sound um, that we're using is just, you know, phenomenal. And then what we did, that was a little different. So we took the original patch idea from the Moog House of Electronicus. Uh, there was, you know, it was in this public display in Chinatown, LA from January 24th to the 30th. And we um, we're actually looking at the document right now. So we, we're scrolling to the page that we want to get to. Um, but we did this uh, drone synth. And the drone synth was this very powerful. And and we just, it, we enjoyed it very much in terms of what we were able to do with it. But the, the thing we did that was interesting is when we, we took the signals from the VCAs on the Mother 32 and, and um, the DFAM, because on a modular synth, the VCA is the main output, the voltage-controlled amplifier. And we ran it into the maths module. Now, what we do before that, to make sure we got the patches right, we run it directly into a, uh, a mixer from um, Pittsburgh Modular. So we have a two by four mixer on our Eurorack that allows us to take like four signals and then output them into the Arcuria 2S and then output that into an MX1 mixer where it goes from mono to stereo and then it goes into our Zoom digital recorder mixer. And that's what where we get a lot of magic there. So um, it's, it's pretty complicated compared to just recording through an audio interface, I would say. But um, 
Yeah, what we're using is called the patch called the Aftermath, if anybody has that book, Electronicus. And it's, um, you know, you just, you can add some darkness is what it describes, and this is what this song is about. So beyond that, when we bring it into the math model, it allows us to do some really cool things with the tone. So because the Moog is creating this kind of kick drum, this uh, analog kick drum. And then the Mother 32 is creating this, you know, a really heavy bass. But also, but when we switch the modulation on the maths module, when we go into the logarithmic exponential and we actually turn on some of the um, cycling that can happen, um, we can deviate the signal and we can kind of also, we, we can play the filter on a maths module like you play a filter on a Moog. And uh, so we, we, we use um, the actual knob for functions on the math module and the Mother 32 and the DFAM. So we are playing the knobs. Um, we're playing the filters, what they say, on Sonic State. And in Moogs allow you the, the quality of the knobs, or the transitions and the, the movement you can make with the knobs can be very musical. And so a lot of the notes that we're hitting are being done through the knobs on the actual synths, which is something you can't really do in a DAW exactly, unless you have a DAW that replicates knob per function capability. And even then, the tactile capability of actually touching a modular synth or an analog synth gives you the ability to, to really interact that is more musical than using your mouse. So... In that way, you can have both hands on multiple dials and be hitting switches and doing all these things that are physically in real time. If you've ever seen Radiohead on stage, they take their modular rigs and they do this. Uh, also, Wilco, when they're on stage, they take their Euroracks and they they actually play the the instruments by using the knobs on the filters and the and the VCAs and the VCFs and the envelopes, and they play with them. They even sometimes switch CV signals directly on the Eurorax. And that's how this song was created. It's got a pretty heavy punk aesthetic. And if you know, so don't get offended, we have this idea of this like uh, crucifuck, which is like you, you're you basically um, uh, kind of doing damage to yourself. Um, and this song talks about somebody going and doing every drug possible at midnight. So they're self-destructive. They're using their body to also be self-destructive and they're, you know, being, uh, you know, pretty reckless with sex and drugs. And then they're also into this heavy punk aesthetic. Now we're not trying to promote the punk aesthetic as being so out of control, but this song is kind of about somebody being very experimental and out of control and uh, you know, going in that direction. And now we're not promoting that, but this, this is the kind of character that um, Josephine is. Yeah, remember Josephine Electric is a, is a ethereal ghost, supernatural being and she can kind of be as self-destructive as she wants because she's never going to die. So she can do things that a regular person or moral, we wouldn't promote that you should do that. But her character can get really dark and get into the dark scene of life. And which is part of the idea of our Dark Ghost series of albums is that she can go there. But you don't want everybody to follow her. We would not want our fans to, to do what Josephine or Stephanie do because you might not survive. Um, so the next thing we were talking about is this other song that we actually did on the LPZ. So we did this song we call Wretched uh, Erect Effect and it's, it's basically Josephine and Stephanie talking about going to some kind of uh, 
<laughs> party <laughs> and she's a dominatrix. You can guess what kind of party it is, but obviously they're at this party and uh, they're getting, um, they're kind of being critical of, of the, of the people at the party. Um, Cause they're, they're, they're just saying that, um, that they're, they're just uh, not very um, impressed with the men at the party. They, they're thinking that they're kind of like not really into it. They're not as active as they should be. And um, they're just like criticizing them and, and being, you know, very, um, you know, I, I, they, they really get into it. They, they, they're, they're basically saying that they've got limp uh, members, you know, <laughs> and they can't get it up. And 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 Josephine and and Stephanie are very much very sexual beings, and they're not very impressed with people who aren't up to speed. And this song was done with an OPZ, um, and then we ran it through an MX1 mixer to give it some heft, uh, and then we added some electronic analog sounds through the same thing we were just talking about with the other song. We used the Moog and we used um, the, the mixer, uh, the MX1 mixer with the Moog and the and the, um, both Moogs. We used the DFAM and the Mother 32 to provide some heft. So just a listen of, of this particular song. <laughs> So that song is um, pretty different in that it's got a lot of, um, you know, atmospheric effects because of the analog sound. So what you can do with these analog um, sounds or controls from these modular synths is you might not necessarily be able to replicate this exactly in concert. It's kind of like a jazz musician. If I did this, I probably can't get back to the exact characteristic of the song. Now, to solve that, because everything's been recorded into the Zoom R24, I've got wave file stems. So if I want to exactly replicate this song, I can take my wave file stems and I can actually run them from my Zoom and I can mute and unmute tracks in the Zoom. And I've actually used the Zoom R24 live and then played over it um, with some live tracks. The other thing to do is to actually take those wave files and bring them in as clips into like uh, 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 something like a, you know, like like a MPC or an Akai uh, force. And if, what our future thought is that we would go and take a song like Wretched Effect, Erect Effect, and take the stems from the actual, the, um, the Zoom, and record them as clip samples and audio tracks into projects in the Akai and then have those in the Akai and then be able to bring them in into the standard that the world is into like you know be able to maintain the same BPM and all that but we could also not maintain the same B BPMs because we want some like jazz and fusion like effects but it would allow us to have all of our stuff uh, and also the Akai force has ability to have a nice uh, hard drive you know put input in into it so you could actually have a big library and our idea is to take all the ghost uh, raw material, put it into, you know, SATA drive 
uh, load them as clips, put them into projects, and then be able to run a show, but not run exactly like a DJ. If we have a fader that can go from A to B on a force, but you can also like link a Euro rack. So we could still have our Euro rack linked. We could have uh, our, our Juno and uh, our, our system 1M uh, and a lot of other sense that we have uh, connected to this thing that have the central control mechanism to be able to do something that's a little bit uh, more in depth and more in tune with like an actual musician uh, than a DJ. Um, so you could actually play the force. You can play the keys. You can play the synth engines inside of it. You could actually use it to, you know, play a modular synth. So in this way, you can do more live interaction with the audience, which is what our big point is with what we do. Now, Get Stepped On, Go Play Fetch is another OPZ combination track. And uh, it's, it's just an interesting track where we spent some time building up up the beats it's very kind of dissonant it's got you know the key change is not exactly in sync it's on purpose and uh we we just uh went to this idea again the josephine's a dominatrix and she's basically you know saying somebody better go play fetch she's kind of you know taking this dominant role and it's a bondage game and she's you know just saying that you know you, you she's in control she's the alpha and that's the continual theme that she likes to do uh, and so it's, it's kind of a variation of wretched, uh, wretched uh, erect effect, but it's a little different. Um, you can get into it and see if you like it. But we think the other song we did here is um, Crucifuck, which this one is a pretty interesting one. Where the drum, the OPZ, we actually went and take, took the work to actually take every track that we used on the OPZ, the kick, the snare, the, the hi-hat, the sample, the bass, the lead, the arpeggio, the chord tracks. So those are um, eight tracks that we recorded separately as stereo tracks. So there are 16 tracks on the Zoom that have all this percussion and all this uh, sequenced synthesis that we brought into the Zoom. So we have different levels on each one of those uh, and we can manipulate them. So we have stem files for all those. They're stereo stem files. And um, then we brought in um, our Roland Juno GI doing the guitar, which is like an electric guitar sound that we can do on um, on um, on the Juno. And we've been kind of famous for doing electric guitar from our Facebook Live performances with um, our Juno. So it's got that supernatural capability that Roland has that you get from uh, their, their Supernatural series of modules. And you can see that in their FA08, you can see it in their Integra module. And it was also available on some of the Junos have have these uh, supernatural sounds. As long as, they, you know, also the JDXA and XI have these sounds. And so we use them a lot. And it has a really good behavior. The thing about the supernatural is the behavior of the modulation wheel allows you to pitch bend and, uh, you know, do feedback and do very much guitar-oriented playing. And once you learn how the keyboard responds and it behaves like a guitar player, I spent like five, six years learning how to play my Roland as a guitar. And I've actually had some people, you know, think that I've actually played guitar. And when I played in New York City at some clubs, people thought it was a guitar, which is a good compliment. Um, and sometimes I think playing it on the Juno 
gets is more impressive to people than if you had a guitar. Because if you have a guitar, there's a lot of people that kind of deride guitars and and come down on people doing that. But when you actually play it on the Juno, then and people seem to be more impressed. So this kind of made me kind of step back and wonder if I should get the Roland Axe Edge or not, because maybe I would get like laughed at doing that on there compared to doing it on the Juno. The Juno seems to be uh, it, it seems people be more impressed doing it there. But this song "Hate You to Love You." Crucifuck is um it's got this punk aesthetic because what we did we took the, the beat which is kind of a techno electronic beat it's very sequenced uh and then we put live chord and lead playing on this Roland Juno GI you know um uh Integra type sound uh, supernatural sound <clears throat> so we played that and then we have a Josephine electric vo vocal coming off of a um VT3 uh, that we used, and uh, this song is just this is total punk aesthetic. Uh, so it's inspired again by like Who's Do, um, one of our favorites, and the idea also is kind of a Joy Division uh, idea to it because the industrial kind of beat, but it's very loose, you know, crunchy punk aesthetic guitar playing. And uh, we're very excited about the music we've been doing. We've got you know two labels. We we're in touch with. We actually signed for one a single release with a big producer. It's well well known in the industry. <clears throat> we're gonna announce that later when we know about the release date and uh, we firm it up. But we just want to tell folks that you know when it comes to electronic music, you shouldn't um, constrain yourself to any particular genre mechanism or any particular tool set. You should be willing to explore analog, digital, sampling, DAWs, hardware recording, you know, tape recording, um, you know, collaborating with, you know, multiple people from like a jazz musician to to a punk rocker to a, a traditional DJ. It, I think the music industry needs people who are willing to take it everywhere and don't be constrained by a particular beat. Don't be constrained by dubstep, trance, EDM, synthwave. Go back to the originators like Emerson Lake and Palmer, Keith Emerson. Go back to what Pete Townsend did with his experiments with the EMS um, on uh, Bob O'Reilly and Won't Get Fooled Again. Uh, look at what Stevie Wonder did note by note on Songs of the Key in Life. Um, and what, look at what Bob Moog said. When he built the Moog, he said it was meant to be played live. And what I mean, if you're playing a synthesizer, you should actually play it live because the instrument, especially analog instruments, they can be very impressive in a live setting. So I like the idea of like DJs integrating modular synths into their setup and being able to kick them off with controllers like Rollies um, and other types of controllers from like uh, make noise if you look at the Renee and you look at the stuff that um, Analog Solution has really unique sequencers and so anything that gets you into thinking even like the Akai Force like that I think the Akai Force sequencer and um, their their pad mechanism is is something that a lot of DJs should actually look at because I believe that using that to kick off your 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 um, your samples and your your trigs and your scenes, um, I think that that would be uh, more interesting and have you be a lot more dynamic in what you're doing. 
so you can concentrate on the art instead of the performance uh, of jumping and not actually even touching your rig. Uh, I, I, there's always need for performance, but you know, as a pure musician, I like to see people do things uh, from a musician's standpoint and actually play their instrument. And DJs can play their instruments. If you go back to original hip hop, people like MF Doom, you know, the Bomb Squad, you, you can see the artistry of early hip hop and the creativity of actually using vinyl um, turntables. So it's not that the, the, these art forms, the DJs can't be very innovative and expressive. I think sometimes they get caught into just providing um, a cookie cutter, you know, fast food style music. And I think they need to, uh, you know, look at the artistry of it. And all I'm saying is try to innovate and bring new technology and even old technology, like a mini Moog or an EMS synth or getting a Buchla synth and bring it on stage and bring that energy of that organic style sound to your music. So that's it for this episode. Check out Renatural X CBD oil. We've got a sponsorship there and you should check it out. Uh, it's really good. Um, if you've got some health problems, it's an alternative to uh, really um, using uh, pharmaceuticals. Check out Natural X CBD oil. Sometimes the road is rough. Sometimes you got to go Sometimes not enough. No, you've been crucified. Midnight, 
This is Family Electric Ghost, and we're working with Natural X, who is a distributor and manufacturer of CBD oil. Now, you shouldn't settle for inferior CBD oil. Uh, Natural X is, is not an inferior CBD oil. It is the superior CBD oil. There are no additive chemicals. It's available in all 50 states. It's water-soluble. It's high-absorbing, full-spectrum CBD with terrapins. Now... The difference between THC and CBD, you might not know. So THC is a psychoactive portion of cannabis and is commonly found in marijuana in higher amounts and is very uh, low, if any, in the hemp plant. CBD is a cannabinoid devoid of psychoactive effect. In other words, you can't get high from CBD. After THC, CBD is by far the most studied natural cannabinoid and is gaining popularity faster than THC because of its healthy properties without drug uh, side effects attached to it. So if you click on the link that we're gonna provide in a couple minutes, um, you'd be able to get this really good CBD. So why would you take Natural X CBD? Well, it's the most stable, longest lasting, highest absorbing CBD. It's fast, it's fast. It's got 15 minute absorption rather than slow 60 to 90 minute peaks. It's the highest, highest absorption rate in the industry. It's real CBD oil, not liposome, liposomes or nanoparticles. It's got a super long shelf life, can store for two years, no need for refrigeration. It's made from hemp, not marijuana. It's clean, healthy, organic hemp sourced from the best farms. It's full spectrum, top quality hemp CBD, not cheap CBD isolates. Enjoy the healthy entourage effects of full spectrum CBD oil. It's not addictive, and there's no psychedelic drug effects. It's available, as we said, in all 50 states. Easy to use, to swallow a little every day. Tastes great, no disgusting, oily, bitter taste. Best value in hemp CBD, you get more usable CBD for your money. You save money by purchasing today with the special pricing, pricing from Natural X. It's proudly made in the USA, and there are no worries to give a 30-day money-back guarantee. So if you click our link, we've got a bit.ly link to make it easier for you. So the link that you use to, to be able to purchase this is bit.ly forward slash 2sv small b 
capital H V W. So let's do that again. It's bit dot ly forward slash two capital S capital V lowercase b capital H lowercase v lowercase w. And we'll do that once more. It's bit dot ly forward slash two S capital V lowercase b capital H lowercase v w now this link is also on the podcast so if you can't get it from here just look at the podcast you will see the link there and you can just click on it and i hope you enjoy uh this product and um we'll talk to you again uh keep on listening to the family electric go show because we talk about all kinds of things and you'll be able to get information about all types of products like this product from natural x their natural x cbd thank you Until it comes.